every state and still draw them at every forum. Don't lose no points, I just score them. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the forum. I go by the name of Charles Diamond, aka Bull Bull Sympathist, here with Ali, aka Ali. This one's just, just Ali. Raj, aka Unwritten Rules. I'm low key very sad that we're not gonna draft Bull Bull. I wish I was lying. Hey, they might make a trade and get a get a future a later uh, first round pick. I think trading down might be one of the dumbest things we could do. <laughs> <laughs> Curious, why is that? If it's not a, if it's not too strong of a draft, and they were to trade down and get a future first round pick, you wouldn't be there for it. Well, because not saying I agree with it. I'm just curious. My argument, I guess, would be that the whole point of like keeping the pick in the first place, mm-hmm. or no, even trading the pick, the whole pit point is that the pick is either going to be someone who can come in and contribute, mm-hmm. or like a high potential mm-hmm. player, mm-hmm. or be a trade ship. Mm-hmm. So by trading down, we're losing the trade ship, mm-hmm. we're losing the high potential player, unless we know, unless we have a, a guarantee that we're getting a, a guaranteed like you know, the type of the type of three-year starter or four-year starter, like the type of Kuz type player who's yeah. going to just come in and play. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're not getting that, then we're basically just like eating into our cap room for a dude who's not going to play. Yeah. That's why and, I, and we can't trade. I, I agree with you too. I, I do think the only way they trade down is like if they are so sold on someone who they know is going to be there down the line that then they do that. But I, I, I don't think it'd be the right move too. But also, I had a question for you that me and Raj were talking about before uh, <laughs> before you uh, joined the conversation before we started recording. Uh, why? Uh, we don't know this. We don't know the math on it. We just know it's a thing. We're curious if you know. Do you know why the Lakers, if they weren't the 11th pick, they automatically go to the 4th? Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. I, what, do you, <laughs> what do you mean automatically? Like, so, like, yeah, so they could only be... Um, it, if they're not the 11th pick, they are automatically put into the top four. So they yeah. couldn't be like 10 through um, five. Yeah, no, I got that. I thought you said automatically the fourth. No, no, oh, I no, meant no. like top four. Okay. But why is that a thing? To, to eliminate tanking? No, no. Like why couldn't they be the 10th or 9th or 8th or 7th or 6th th- or 5th? I, I think that's what I'm saying. Like you, it's, it's supposed to give teams who were mediocre instead of outright bad just or, or oh. some some chance to jump up as opposed to just like because that that that's supposed to eliminate tanking like the odds for the top four picks are spread out across everybody rather than just top oh. heavy for the worst few teams so, i'm sorry i'm a bit confused still so like if you're not 14 through 10 then you automatically get placed down there like they they take out your uh lottery balls no what i'm saying is back in the day like last year, we would have only had a 0.8% chance of yes. one. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we would have like a point whatever chance of like everything else. Yes. And instead, mm-hmm. they just summed up all those percentages from like five to 10 and added them to our percentages from one to four so that mediocre teams have all like a better chance of to- hopping into the top four mm-hmm. and worse teams have a greater chance of getting hopped. And that mm-hmm. was supposed to eliminate tanking. Oh, okay. And that's kind of what happened, right? I mean, like, the Cavs got yeah. <laughs> fifth, and then the Knicks went to third. So. Yeah, I think I think that the way the draft is now, the lottery is now, is that most teams aren't going to tank next year. Like, this was the first time where they experienced that. Now, next year, I feel like there's no way, or not no way, but most teams won't actively tank. We're getting pretty deep into the conversation, so, you know, three and a half minutes in. Hold on one <laughs> second. Let me just say, hey, guys, we're talking about the draft lottery, guys and girls. Um... <laughs> In case you weren't aware, 
The Lakers hopped up from 11 to 4, jumped mm-hmm. up seven spots, mm-hmm. and now hold the fourth pick in the draft. Uh, we now the, know why that happens. Yeah, now we know <laughs> yeah. why that happens. That was a nice little like intro into yeah. that. Yeah. Me and Ali thought it was like some crazy equation or something. We're like, let's yeah, ask we're Rick like, if he knows. It's not, that, the, it's not that hard. What is the math behind this? No, yeah. No. As much as as much as Ernst and Young wants you to believe there's some huge <laughs> consultant uh, project with 800 billable hours behind it, no, it's just it's just the sum of some percentages. But the New Orleans Pelicans, New Orleans Pelicans, excuse me, walked away with the number one pick. Memphis Grizzlies walked away with number two. The poor, poor Knicks, who were the worst team in the league, had the worst record, the best odds. Well, actually, not even the best odds, flat odds for the number one pick. Ended up with number yeah. three. And your Los Angeles Lakers ended up four. Um, real quick, I was at work when I was watching the draft lottery. And at work, I'm supposed to be very like muted mm-hmm. and calm. And I, when we, when when eleven came up, and it was the Charlotte Hornets, I let out a gigantic Fuck yeah! Like it was, <laughs> I was like Alvin Gentry in the in the ping pong ballroom. Like yeah. I was excited. Alvin Gentry was hyped. Like, he was high-fiving people so damn hard. It was hilarious. <laughs> I would, too, if you got Zion in, yeah. your, in your building. Yeah, absolutely. This man is like, my best player just requested a trade in the most public way possible, and now I get the next great player for eight, <laughs> nine years. Yeah, no, that's... that's I, I don't know if we're going if I'm going too deep in the conversation with this, but I feel like that was best-case scenario for Lakers, was Pelicans getting first. I mean, I could be wrong, but I... Explain sh- yourself. Okay, the reason why... I think a huge trade piece for the Knicks or whatever team got that would have been, we're going to offer you the first pick, a.k.a. Zion, for Anthony Davis. And that would have just beaten whatever offer a lot of other teams could give, right? Mm-hmm. So with them getting the first pick, one, they're more accept. even though with all the rumors coming out that they're trying to convince AD to stay, he's not going to stay. That makes them more willing to trade AD. They're not thinking like, mm, maybe we can keep him. No, you have Zion. It's okay. You can trade yeah. for a young pieces and a pick. For, uh, for AD and and surround him with Zion and like grow that team right. So they're more willing. Two, the Knicks got the third pick, a team that was like is one of the top teams to trade for uh, trade for AD. They didn't get the first pick, so they don't have Zion. Their team they don't they're not surrounded with great players, so their big trade piece, like I said before, was going to be Zion. Now mm-hmm. they don't have him. They can offer the third pick and you know, their current roster for them. While let's just say the Lakers were to make an offer, they have a stronger offer because it's, yes, it's one pick above, but then they also have those any, like not don't give up all the young core, but they have some of the young core that they can offer with that. So I think that helps with also Boston players regressing. And yeah, I just think it makes the Lakers opportunity to trade for AD if they wanted to stronger. Really quickly on the Knicks, I thought it was hilarious. They didn't even just have the pick; they already traded it. Like their fans, they're like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get AD." When they didn't, even, they're like, "We have, we have a twelve percent chance at the number one." Well, yeah, that's still like an eighty-eight percent chance you don't get it. But they already had it. They didn't just have the pick; they traded already, which is hilarious. Yeah. If you really think about it, it's a miracle that they got three, yeah. because they had the greatest odds of dropping to five. Mm-hmm. So I was texting one of my friends today who's a Nick fan, and he was like, honestly, I can't be disappointed because there was worse heartbreak that I was prepared for. 
to go back to your point about the trade packages and, and best case scenario, I do feel like it's odd. I, I didn't think about that before you said it. It's odd that this works out well for the Lakers and like terrible for everyone else. Yeah. Right. Cause, cause you think about like if, if the Pelicans were to try and trade Anthony Davis for number two, mm-hmm. like, well, the Grizzlies aren't giving up Jaron Jackson. Right. And the Grizzlies mm-hmm. aren't going to like, the Pelicans don't want Mike Conley. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. not there's nothing there. Yeah. So you yeah. drop down to three. And if the Knicks offer what Dennis Smith, Kevin Knox, uh Frank Nilakina, and Mitchell Robinson, mm-hmm. our package beats them out of the water. Yeah. So it, it it I didn't think about that until you said it, but yeah, it's like if they want like we are the highest pick that they can get for A D in this draft and with with the collection of young assets. It's a... it's uh, it's funny because people were saying, for example, how Lakers shouldn't want this trade to go to the summer because the Celtics will have a stronger package. Well, it in from this scenario, the fact that Pelicans waited to trade for summer not only be- benefited the Pelicans, but also the Lakers. Yeah. I feel like it benefited both of them while everyone else it hurt. And Lakers got Lakers got super lucky with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you go back and read that trade package. It's just insane to go back and read now. Yeah. And they went and just gave everyone away and the celtics i believe have three picks in this draft but they're all like 14 20 22 which is like three quarters on a dollar you know what i mean yeah yeah it feels good it feels good (laughs) i was gonna ask a question but it might lead to like a whole new thing this isn't that what we do here (laughs) yeah go ahead that's true all right here i got you would you guys rather keep the pick or trade the pick that that totally depends on where it's going and who's going out with it Mm-hmm. My opinion. Like I'm only trading the pick for Anthony Davis right now in this mm-hmm. like in this reality that I live in currently. Yeah. I think I think that's the only way I'm justifying trading it out. Now who would okay, if you were to trade the pick for Anthony Davis, who would you involve in it? Uh anyone not name not without a last name, Ball or Ingram, I think. So you would you would you would not do like Ball and Ingram aren't traded everyone else? Yeah, and LeBron, obviously, but yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally. I know I get what you mean there. <laughs> yeah, getting, getting some Rambus vibes going on. <laughs> I I agree that the only way I trade it is for uh, AD, but mm. my only issue is I would not. I I would trade. I would go to them and say, listen, you can have. You can't. I'm not giving you the form. We have to keep one of Lonzo or Ingram, and then you can have the fourth pick, Kuzma Hart, uh, uh, Kuzma Hart, and then one of Ingram and Lonzo. That's how I how I think I would go at that, but I re, I still would want to see uh, I would want them to go through free agency before they did that, but no, it's tough to do that. That was my point, honestly. Well, yeah. I don't want to trade for Anthony Davis unless I know exactly. that someone's coming, and mm-hmm. if I don't, then we got We rock with DeAndre Hunter. Mm-hmm. We rock with Darius Garland. Yeah, if I if, if I know Kawhi's coming, then I would do that. I think I do that offer, but. Mm-hmm. Not, but I would have to keep one of Lonzo or Ingram and let them choose who they want. Well, the only problem is like free agency is July first, right? Yep. And the draft, June thirty, June thirty. Sorry, June thirty. Recently yeah, changed. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah. You're right. Not like anyone doesn't talk before then. But. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, Shout uh, out Magic. Shout out yeah, Magic. <laughs> yeah. They barely started talking. We have 30 deals done on midnight. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, free agency is July 1st or June 30th. And then <laughs> we have the draft, I believe, what, end of May. So mm-hmm. like those picks immediately lose a ton of value, right? Right yep. when they're selected. So that's why I think it's really interesting. But. 
That's why Rich Paul's got to be working overtime. <laughs> they got to find out beforehand if that if Kawhi's coming. Every single channel that's in the back, we got to be we got to be using every mm-hmm. back channel possible. Another little side thing I'm hearing, um, not to go too off no off topic, but they're trying to say Zion will go back to school. No, I don't like I'm that. I'm hearing that floated through the news. Is that just like clickbait? Is that I, legit? I just I, can't see that happening at all. I know I don't know where that started. I was watching the jump, and uh, mm-hmm. Brian Windhorst brought it up as a possibility. Right, but he wasn't saying that he will. He was saying like I think there is a chance that he could. He wasn't saying he's hurt. I don't think he said that he heard or anything from anyone. But he brought that up as a possibility, and from that point, I think it kind of like went like on the Twitter sphere of people talking about it. Right, and I think Mark Stein tweeted that he hasn't signed with an agent yet. Yeah, that's kind of ful- fulfilling that, but. I don't know. I think that's just. I think crazy. there's no way. Yeah, I think there's no. That would be so unprecedented. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying too. It would also be absolutely amazing. <laughs> like I love that we're even. I love that we're even talking about that right now as a, as a mere possibility. Yeah. Just because we're in such the age of of player empowerment as yeah. as ushered in by LeBron, that that would be the ultimate flex for a player. <laughs> it, it, like especially a college player, like. Right. Like who's, I mean, I guess it's not unprecedented because I guess Kobe did something like that. That's what I was saying. He'd be the last one, right? Kobe was, I think, the last one to even come close to doing anything like this. Yep, with the same team. Yeah, yeah. How happy. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. That's sad. Uh, How happy would Coach K be to get Zion back for another year? So happy. Cameron Indoor would be insane. Uh Uh-huh. I'd have to go to a game. I don't even. I don't, I don't even like college basketball like that. But I'd be in there. I'd be in there. I, I I do think there's no chance of him doing that. I think he would have more of a chance of him saying like him coming out um, and saying I don't want to play for this team, and then saying I'd rather go with the second pick or whatnot. But I mean, the second pick is Memphis. Then <laughs> he drops to Memphis. Yeah, no. But, I believe they're like 30th and 29th in biggest markets. Yeah, like it goes it goes New Orleans and then Memphis. Yeah, Memphis kind of lit though. Memphis kind of not really. I, I, yeah. <laughs> not really. Uh, I've I've never been, so I shouldn't say that. But I can't imagine it's uh I can't imagine lit is the word that you would use to describe it. To be yeah. honest with you, it's more like grit, right? Isn't that there? Wow. <laughs> no, yeah, that was great. That was that was perfect. That was great. I'm gonna be speaking pro Pelicans, which is gonna feel weird, but I think I think I genuinely think that wouldn't be a smart decision. I think they have new management. I mean, not new management, but a GM in David Griffin who like knows what he's doing. It's not going to be the same as it was the past few years. I think they're going in the right direction. So I feel like I feel like the right move is to not do that and just go with them. Because as you've seen with like for example the Bucks, a team that's not that doesn't have the greatest you know um, what is the word I'm looking for market. Yeah, market. It's just it can change by just one player in a sense. Yeah, he'd cost himself like. I, I saw, I think, $20 million if you went back to school. Yeah. How how $20 million? Well, Wouldn't it just, is it not just the year that he, he lost? Well, yeah, but then he'd have, like, endorsements, and uh, okay. they were adding, like, yeah. endorsements. Of and course, all. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's realistic. <laughs> that I just, sorry, that, that I, that's the first time I've heard that number. That, like, woke me up a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, man, he's, he'd be there's no money. way he's going back to school. Never, never mind, maybe, maybe New Orleans isn't that bad. You're yeah. right. Hey, <laughs> Hey, Paul George said said no to a lot more than twenty million dollars by not signing that supermax. This is true. 
And then and then letting his contract expire with OKC to sign <laughs> yeah. a new contract. I will never for the life of me understand that. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Okay. Um real quick, can we can we I we kind of did it. Well, I guess we we did the Pelicans. Oh no, 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 we didn't actually cuz I want to I want to go I want to dive a little bit deeper into each of the four teams and their situations, not just uh, you know, ir- regardless of an Anthony Davis trade. Mhm. Uh, so the Pelicans, they have the, they have Zion. Let's just mm-hmm. say they have the number one pick. They get to trade Anthony Davis to hopefully the Lakers, but whoever the hell they want yeah, for mm-hmm. whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Right. They also have Drew Holiday, who now I think the, the general consensus is that when you have, and Drew Holiday is a great player, right? Great two-way player. Big men are more floor raisers. Guards are ceiling raisers. Right? That's that's the general mm-hmm. consensus. That's yeah. the conversation. Yes. But their floor is going to be so low that I don't think they have need for Drew Holiday, especially mm-hmm. if they trade Anthony Davis for some type of guard. So I'm wondering, can they get back value for Drew Holiday? Like, I don't know if the Suns trade for him. I don't know what teams... You know, may, maybe the Wizards. I, I, I don't. I don't. I have no idea what teams are, are interested, or you could see trading for Drew Holiday. But I'm curious. You know. Do do you guys see some value in that? Do you see that that shaking up? Because they could potentially trade. I don't know if Drew Holiday is a top twenty five, maybe top thirty player. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They could yeah. trade two high value players. I think I, it's tough. Yeah, he makes like twenty six million per, and he signed for like three more years. So I think it would have to be to a contender that's already kind of capped out. Mm-hmm. That, that maybe a Houston or something. That's that what, that's exactly the team I was thinking. I was thinking Houston could possibly put together a package for him. I don't know. Maybe maybe involve Eric Gordon in a pick, or I mean, I would rather have Drew Holiday than Eric Gordon, just personally. I, I feel like Houston just it, that that fit makes sense, but I feel like they just lack the the young assets, which sort of gets to your point, Raj. Like it's going to be tough for them to send yeah. out that much money and get yeah. what they want back. Somebody pitched to me that Portland could run out Dame, CJ, and Drew because Drew's kind of long. He could guard mm-hmm. some threes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess you would be sending back something like I don't know Cantor, maybe maybe I don't I don't think they want to trade Collins, but you have to trade one of them, maybe Rodney Hood. I don't I don't yeah. you know. I also realized saying Eric Gordon back to Pelicans, there's no way he's going back there. Oh my so goodness! Never mind on that. Um, yeah, I, I like Drew Holiday more at the two position than a point guard. So it, wherever he'd go, I'd want him to fit at the like the two slot. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm trying to think of teams that would make sense. I mean, maybe it'll make more sense once free agency hits and players are signing to teams and then, then they need to fill that role. How about, like, Indiana? I can kind of see them maybe trying to make a move for him. Maybe. Cause they Actually, got- I'd see that a little bit more, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would probably have to give up on, like, Miles Turner, though. That, and, and yeah. Just, I don't and think put that's it, And put it, it in Sabonis' hands. Yeah. I mean, Sabonis is good, but people are really high on Sabonis. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he did well for my fantasy. He was an automatic double-double. That, I mean, there it is. Do we need? Do we even need to keep talking about it? <laughs> but I also really like Miles Turner. I think he was a bit overrated in the beginning, uh, but I actually really like Miles Turner's game. So I would. I don't think I'd do that if I was Indiana. It's hard for those rookies who have like a really good rookie season, and then they mm-hmm. like kind of taper off, and people are like, "Oh, they're trash." When like yeah. sometimes you just have a good year, and then you sort of regress back to the mean a little bit. I yeah. I could see him on the Spurs, but I don't know who the Spurs would offer for him either. I, nah. I feel DeRozan. like DeRozan. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they like DeJounte. Like they're not trading Yaka. Like Yaka, yeah. I don't like. I don't know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. 
Yeah. I was just throwing I, it out there. No, that's a good point. I also wonder I also wonder if Julius is gonna opt into his contract next year. I feel like he won't. No, he's not. He's yeah, no. so. he knows too much. Too much money. Yeah, in the market. Yeah, he had. A, he finished the season. I mean, he had a great season, but he also finished the season like amazingly. I just, I don't, and I think him knowing Zion's coming to the team, it's just his minutes might diminish. I would love it if they kept Julius and then they had like Zion and like growner up Zion, like yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> skip Zion on Weight Watchers real I, quick. I like. would love to watch them two on the court together. That would be hilarious. Imagine a two man fast break with them too. So many bruised sternums. <laughs> I, I was saying this earlier, like it's hilarious because AD and Zion is actually like an insane front court when you just think about it. Mm-hmm. Even though they won't get a chance, but. AD and Zion is crazy. Like, agree, agree, but there's no way AD's waiting. No. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, but that, I just, that would I'm be insane cu- to watch. I'm curious about how... Because if you think of, like, if, if Zion's, like, I don't I don't know, like, an above, like, an average starter, uh-huh. like, he's probably better than Solomon Hill. And then you got <laughs> Drew, AD, Zion, like, I don't... I don't, it's part part of me, literally like a sliver, the smallest slice of pie. Part of me wants AD to stay so I can see Drew Zion and AD. But you know, ninety eight percent of me wants him a, a Laker. So I don't really care about that other two percent. I like whole milk, not two percent. I'm lactose. I don't even like milk. But yeah, I don't like milk. I don't. I mean, I don't hate milk, but I I'm not a fan. Nah, like I some people will like just drink a glass of straight up milk. Mm-hmm. No, I can't. I, That's not same. You don't oh, eat I, like cookies I'll do it with, with Oreos. Milk. Yeah, almond milk, not not regular milk. Almond milk with Oreos. I don't. I'm not really huge on cookies with milk either. What? <laughs> what? No. Yeah. Wait. No. But really, what? Nah. Nah. You, like you, I'll dip. I'll dip my cookies in some coffee. Maybe you know what I'm saying. Okay, I get that. Uh, I, I get that. But <laughs> Raj is disgusted. I get the point of it. I just. In like actuality, I've never done that. I, I just think. feel like there's no better feeling, no better drink with cookies and milk. Like, like if you have a ton of cookies and then you drink like some milk, it feels yeah. phenomenal. I'm not like huge. Like I like a chocolate chip cookie, but I'm not like huge. Like, like give me one. I'm I'm not a huge cookies. I I don't really like sweets that much. I don't know if I've ever told you guys. Yeah, that. yeah. No, you said that. Okay. Subway has these like macadamia nut cookies that are just absolutely fire. All right, Subway cookies are fire. Yeah, I will yeah. I will concede that. You know, have you have you ever had the Albertsons chocolate chip cookies? They come no, in like the purple bag. They? They're so no. good. I don't know Albertsons. Out, dude, out, there's an Albertsons right next to my house, so I go, I get those cookies, and they're so damn good. I there's still Albertsons out there. Yeah, like, there's really still an, there's that. still some Albertsons out there. <laughs> I know a bunch closed though, right? Like I remember I used to go all the time. I have no idea. There's okay. been one next to my house for the past like 15 years. I feel like you're the one that's like keeping it up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm solely keeping their uh, business going yeah. by my cookies. Uh, 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 you get what I mean. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real quick, since we're talking about New Orleans, have e- have either of y'all had beignets before? No, no. Nah. Yo, they're like a, they're like a, I think they're from New Orleans. It's like a, it's like a donut, but not really. It's like a fried dough ball covered in, in powdered sugar, but it's like super fluffy. It's not dense. Um, and there's a place in New Orleans called Cafe Du Monde. And that's like one of the, that's like the tourist beignet shop. Like someone's going to hear this podcast and be like, oh, what a hipster Cafe Du Monde. Like, but nah, it's like, it's delicious. Um, gotta make, gotta get a beignet. Gotta get a beignet. Um, Straight up being honest here, I've never, I, the reason why I'm saying this is because I just saw a picture of one. I have never had a crepe before. 
Whoa. Yeah, I've never had a crepe before. Isn't it? Crepe is like it's super similar to a pancake. Right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No. Have you have you seen uh? <laughs> what's the movie? Oh, that's in Talladega Nights, the Will Ferrell NASCAR movie. Uh huh. Yeah. He's like, there's a French racer, and he's like, a crepe. It's a really, oh, yeah. really thin pancake. <laughs> <laughs> really thin pancake. Sorry, I got another stupid movie reference because we're talking about crepes. Um, no, there. Go ahead. Austin Powers and Goldmember. I have not seen that. The 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 evil villain is called Goldmember, obviously. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene in the movie where he's asking Austin Powers, he's like, Would you like a smoke and a pancake? <laughs> and he's like, What? A smoke and a pancake? A bong and a blitz? A pipe and a crepe? <laughs> and Austin Powers is like, No. And Goldmember is like, Oh, well, then there is no pleasing you. And that is one of the greatest. Whenever I like offer somebody something and they say no, I'm like, Oh, then there is no pleasing you. <laughs> All right. That's my what, Dutch accent, by the way. One thing I have to change is that the fact that i have not seen austin powers i feel like that i feel like i would love that movie so much and i've not seen it so i I will make sure to get that changed soon you haven't seen any of them or no none of them oh wow yeah i know i know i think that's right up your alley yeah that's i feel that's the thing i've seen so many clips and just from you saying that i feel like i love that movie yeah it's just a movie full of sarcasm i feel like (laughs) all right so the memphis grizzlies Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The draft! Yeah! 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 I don't. We kind of like they're, they're bro. They're boring. I don't care. I don't care. Like they <laughs> have Jaren Conley somewhere. Yeah, Conley's gonna get traded and still make a bunch of money. And not that he doesn't deserve it because mm-hmm. he's great and he held that franchise up. But I don't care. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they also said supposedly they said that they're gonna pick uh, John ja Morant. If I said that correctly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. John Seems Morant. like it. Yeah, Morant. Yeah, and there. Yeah. yeah. So Conley's gone, and I just. Like what? What? What is he going to end up with the Suns? Like I have no idea. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's move on to the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, Knicks. I I would guess they pick R.J. Barrett, which yeah. low key is like what they need. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I think that that's a great spot for not just for him but for the Knicks as well. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a mutual it's a symbiotic fit. Yeah. I I don't watch much college basketball, but I heard like him get trashed on the whole year. I did okay, so I don't know college basketball that well either. I'm just saying that because I feel like he'd be the next best because of <laughs> things that I've seen and then like yeah. things that I've read. But I also have heard that he is like a ball hog and he yeah. didn't end the season too well, stuff like that. I think it's probably tough playing with the consensus like next LeBron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you That's probably true. wanna wanna make yourself shine a little bit. And in college it might be hard because like you you got you got to give Zion's obviously a better player than you, but you got to like play within the system, so it's easier to like see him like a ball hog and see him like you're jacking. But he he's got if I'm if I'm not because sometimes I get his and Cam Reddish's game confused, but I feel like RJ can shoot. He's got a he's got a shot. He's also like a, a like a scorer, like a, a ball handler, like mm-hmm, a ball handling right. scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like you know that first of all, him sort of playing second fiddle to Zion is going to do very well for his mentality when he comes into the league. Um, mm-hmm. especially for a, a, a team like the Knicks where like the fans are not going to, especially cause they wanted Zion, like he's going to have to earn their respect. And I think that's going to like, even that's going to cement that mindset a little bit more. And like New Yorkers like hoopers, like they like bucket getters and that's exactly what he is. So that I probably watched three Duke games. So this is not like the Jonathan Gavoni like scouting report, yeah. but that's just my sense. I feel like it's a symbiotic fit. There's a there's also a chance. Let's just say the Knicks uh, somehow trade for AD and involve that pick that uh, Zion and uh, RJ play together in the NBA. 
That would be incredible. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. But I don't want the Knicks to have AD, so no, it no. wouldn't. If we didn't draft Aaron Holiday, then they can't get RJ and Zion because <laughs> I wanted Lonzo and Aaron Holiday together. Yeah, I wanted Aaron Holiday too. Oh, really? Could have used him. Well, yeah. we got Rondo, so it's all gravy. Jeez. No, well, oh yeah, he might come back because he said if, if they, we don't have a coach that he doesn't like, I feel like he probably likes Frank Vogel or just any coach that the Lakers have. So yeah, he's coming. I back. actually think Rondo would like Vogel. Because Vogel's so detail oriented and all about like the the small things, and that's Rondo in a nutshell. Like everything matters type of guy, down to like every detail of the scouting report. I think that's like theoretical Rondo, but then like when he gets <laughs> actually on the court, and he's like, oh, I don't really, yeah, I did study that, but I don't really try to do that right now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, wouldn't the Knicks rather have like Porzingis to offer New Orleans? Like I'm. I'm just thinking because they're going the free agency route anyway, right? Like the AD thing kind of is kind of confusing me. It's like two different. Are you saying the ab- Knicks should have offered a Porzingis for? No, but I mean, like, why did they ship him off when he they did when they could have probably like waited till now? I'm sure Dallas would have still accepted the same oh. trade in the summer. You know, my understanding was that New Orleans didn't want KP for AD. That I thought that's I thought that was a story that came out, but. KP and the third pick for AD is a whole different story. I mean, but they, look, who man, knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, there's what's what's there's a theory in physics. Man, I'm I was just talking about it the other day. Like if you if you shoot an electron at like whatever, mm-hmm. it goes in one place. But if you look if you look away, it goes in another place. Even if you aim it at the same place, and then if you look back, it goes in the, the same place it went the first time. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you observe something, it acts differently as if you didn't observe it than when you didn't observe it. Okay. And that's like the butterfly effect. Like, who knows? You know, okay. if they if they trade eight, if they keep KP, maybe the Knicks don't get three. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. You know. The electrons could be moving. Yeah. Because we're observing different things. That was super meta, but I was a philosophy. And if major, there so. truly was like a lot of drama in the organization with KP, it's best to trade now than to wait and cause even more drama. So, yeah. Also, KP is a restricted free agent, so this is moot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is true. Wait, KP's is restricted right now, correct? Yeah. No, he, I, no, he has, I think no, he has, he has another year. I think it's one more he has a year. year. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, That's why good. it's confusing. Him and, I believe, Dennis Smith make similar amount, right? Because they were both drafted pretty high. Like, I'm kind of confused at that deal. What's the Knicks? I mean. But they also they also involved Wesley Matthews. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. It was, and DeAndre was in it. That's true. So they opened up two free agent spots. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's yeah. weird. Yeah, there's like a whole... Yeah, I think they involved a bunch of players to make sure it worked. Because yeah. they the, the Knicks weren't willing to do that deal unless Tim Hardaway was involved, I believe. And Tim Hardaway yeah. like right. had a lot of money to... Yeah. And then Wesley was expiring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Also, real DeAndre's quick... expiring. As well, yeah. Also, that that the theory is called the observer effect. I, I was I was overcomplicating it. I said the word observe like eight times, and it's just called the observer effect. Um, yeah. So I, I'm curious to see what DeAndre does also because that that's that's what like they want to sign two free agents, but they want to sign KD and DeAndre and KD are like really close. Yeah. And DeAndre might. I mean, I guess they have Mitchell, so they don't really need DeAndre. But DeAndre is going to be kind of like. Up, up, a, up a creek without a paddle. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like DeAndre would be down to take a cheaper contract if KD was coming and stay in New York. And I feel like you can bring Mitchell off the bench, but maybe give mm-hmm. Mitchell more minutes. For sure. I feel like that would be a For good sure. combination. That's just my guess. No, you're right. You're right. 
Anyway, enough about, enough about these other teams. <laughs> also, I feel like I know Knicks fans are like really upset about the third pick, which I kind of get. Uh, but I mean, still, they're the third pick as compared to the fifth and sixth pick. Like the fact that the Phoenix Suns and Cavs drops all the way down there, that should make Knicks feel Knicks fans feel so much better. I know their eyes were on Zion, but like th- at least they're not fifth or sixth pick. To me, it's like it's the media. Like even Ramona sent out a tweet like making fun of the Knicks for dropping a three. And it's like it's just like everybody just wants to pile on the Knicks when like, yo, the Cavs and the Bulls were the Cavs tanked hard like the Knicks tanked hard, but don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But the Cavs threw out G League teams uh-huh. on a nightly basis uh-huh. to tank. And they end up out of the top five. So like or five, whatever. Not top four. That's because that's all that matters. So like I'm just I'm living in New York. I'm really getting sick of like all the like the the lol Knicks and like the pile on Knicks because that's that's like fans internalize that and then like I can't have a conversation with Knicks fans without it without them like stabbing themselves in the eye like with with you know some type of criticism when I'm like yo it's just like you just root for your basketball team like it's yeah. not life and death just root for your basketball how, team how did how did your girlfriend react to the third pick she cried yeah. <laughs> No, I don't know if she cried. I was at work and she was at home, but she said, I'm about to cry. Uh-huh. So I, I know what that means. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, try, I told her, like, hey, you're still getting a really good pick. Like, it's RJ. Like, it's going to work out. You guys were probably most likely to drop to five. And she was like, none of that matters. And I was like, fair. Mm-hmm. Fair. I feel like they're getting Katie, they're getting Katie and Ky- Kyrie. Why does this, why does this matter? Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> they're, getting, they're getting Katie and Kimba at least. <laughs> That's, At least. that's exactly what I believe. I think they're going to get like two of those three. They're going to make sure to use their their max money on some players. Um, I'm also just not prepared to predict what Kyrie Irving's going to do with his life. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they salary dumped Porzingis on the bets of KD and Kyrie uh, coming here. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. Raj. Yes. The Knicks also drafted Tim Hardaway, <laughs> traded him to Atlanta, then signed Tim Hardaway to a four-year <laughs> 18 million per year contract and then traded him to Dallas. So don't you dare ever <laughs> underestimate the Knicks front office and management. Never. That is Wait. a fool's errand, sir. Aren't they our front office now? I mean, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Rampus strikes again. <laughs> We're about to max out Julius. No. I mean, that that's a better option than a lot of other options that they might do. Oh. Someone's gonna be angry at you for that that uh, that quote. What maxing saying that Julius is a better option? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I would rather max Julius than if they were to max Horford. <laughs> you know, oh, like man. I'm saying, like that's a better would, option than other options. I, w- I would probably have to take a break. I'm not. Wa- I'm like I'm I'm not doing anything Lakers related till October. Y'all are gonna have to man the pod if we max Horford. They they bring back the old Atlanta Hawks and max Paul Millsap and Al Horford. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh how how far wow. how far do you think a team of lonzo ball um let's just say at the two is they bring back uh case let's just say let's just say kcp and then uh ingram oh, and then paul Millsap and al horford how far does that team go so is lebron gone in this situation? no no sorry sorry did i not sorry 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 no he's not gone <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I just said that. Let's just put... Oh, let's, we we rambist him out of here. <laughs> the, LeBron would demand a trade. That's why it didn't involve him in that. Uh, if okay. they did that. No, it, let's just say it's sorry. Lonzo, uh, Ingram, LeBron, Paul Millsap, uh, and uh, Al Horford. 
Bro, Portland's in the Western Conference Finals. I think we go into WCF. Yeah, that's, like, what you mean? That's the funny thing. I think if they were, I think we'd go pretty far. But uh-huh. still, I don't want them to max those two out of anything. I feel like that team crashes hard in like two years. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> two years. I think they have one year on them. Yeah, they just they just Steve Nash off a cliff real oh, quick. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. So the Lakers. I can we just let's just. Guys, I I think there's a five percent chance that the fourth pick ends up playing for the Lakers. That's I yeah I, I agree. Yeah, I think there's a good. high chance it's going to be traded. You got to think that if they're thinking about somebody like Darius Garland or, or God forbid Cam Reddish, no disrespect, um, that like the 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 cost benefit analysis of waiting for him to be useful and paying him that amount of money doesn't end up like in favor of drafting him. And if you think about drafting a guy like DeAndre Hunter because he he's more plug and play. He's like the the type of the, the Kuzma type player, the like multi year mm-hmm. starter type player, the dude who's refined his game, uh, sort of has the fundamentals down packed, growing less as a player and more so just adjusting to the program mm-hmm. game. If you're gonna draft him, you're gonna end up paying him like seven eight million dollars a year, and you could like go get Ariza for like less than that. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't I don't see the I personally would want to keep the pick, yep, but same. I don't see the value from. A front office, a team building, a championship contention perspective for keeping them. That's why I, I like I like you said, if they're not getting like if they're not getting Kawhi, I don't want them to trade the pick. Uh, but I feel like there's a good chance that pick is gone. That's why I feel like nobody should get attached to any young guys. Just just think of it as gone, and then if they end up staying, that's even better. Found money. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, see, that's that's exactly how I was taking the draft. Raj knows this. Listen, I'm sorry. Oh man, I know how like I was annoying Raj that day because <laughs> I I was just so sure that they weren't gonna get Zion, but like I also was so sure that they weren't gonna get top three or top four. But so I was wrong. But the feeling of being like, oh crap, I was wrong was amazing. But like it's the I don't do that with everything. Obviously, like if Lakers are in the playoffs, I'm not gonna say they're not gonna win the playoffs. I'm gonna say they're gonna win the whole thing. It's just with the with this draft, I was so sure. <laughs> I was so sure that they weren't going to get that pick. I'm going to Summer League, so I kind of want to know early like mm-hmm. if, if I should be expecting a number four <laughs> pick or not to be playing. Yeah. Like, I want to I know how long I should be in Vegas for. Um, yeah. I want to know early. Like I invested a lot of time watching Sfi, like in the Summer League last year, and then he was just traded halfway. I felt like my I was stolen a piece, you know. I would I would have to guess if I had to guess that Lakers there's a you will get what you want because the Lakers will trade that pick before the deadline if they are going to trade it. I feel like but I could be wrong. All right. So, I'm just going to throw some names out cuz I'm curious like would you guys be okay with the Lakers trading the fourth pick in this draft for this guy? All right? Mm-hmm. So, starting I guess I guess I'm going to start in reverse alphabetical order. Uh, of the teams, that is. Mm-hmm. Bradley Beal. Four for Bradley Beal. Some package involving four for Bradley Beal. How you guys feel? I, I that See, that's so that's so dependent on who they get in free agency. Yeah. But I, I would, just for now, I would say yes if it involves, like, Kuzma. And that's right. it. Exactly. That's all I was going to say, too. If it's, like, number four in Kuzma and then we struck out on Kawhi and there's no AD coming, yeah, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I just don't see the front office doing that at all. I was assuming for this thought exercise that we're striking out in free agency. Okay, okay. okay. All this okay. is striking out. Okay, I would say yeah. I, 
I still think I say yes. I would do four and Kuzma, but that's it. I would not add any more. Yeah, I would do that too. I think Bradley Beal's like 26. Yeah, too, he's still really young. And he had an amazing season yeah. last year. Also, I don't have spot track in front of me. I don't have Reed's spreadsheet in front of me. I don't have Keith Smith's spreadsheet in front of me. So we're just ignoring money for yeah, this. But like, we'll, yeah. we'll make the money work. <laughs> this is a hypothetical. Let's just say Kuzma and the fourth will, pit, will work. Yeah, okay. Because yeah. uh, Kuzma is the high piece yeah. for that. Yeah, right. right. Um, I don't see anybody on Utah that, that, that we're offering for. for. Um, Toronto, I also don't see anybody mm-hmm. we're offering for. for unless, unless we go like the... Like the the Sad. depth route, mm-hmm. but if we're if we're if we're striking out a free agency, then I don't see like I, I'm th- I'm thinking like something around OG and somebody, but like that's not gonna happen. No. The Spurs don't have anything. I, the Kings, I genuinely don't think there's an, any other because even like beforehand we started this, I feel like for me it was Beal, and then that was yeah. it. I mean like so that's I'm, it. Yeah, I think that's it for me. That's what I think. What about too. what about Aaron Gordon? No, no. <laughs> No, no four for Aaron Gordon. No, just no. four straight up for Aaron Gordon. His contract's de-escalating, so he's gonna make like less and less money each year. I think the last year of his contract, he's only making like sixteen million dollars. I'd rather have the lottery pick. I think so honest. too. I'd rather have a lottery pick. I'm I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm playing Lakers front uh-huh. office. Okay, so. <laughs> you're playing Ramby. <laughs> um. Thunder, Knicks, Pelicans. No, no, no. Timberwolves. I was gonna say Wiggins, no. but I don't even want to. Hell no. No, don't even. Uh, there's nobody, uh, nobody on the Bucks because we're not we're not trading like the Bucks aren't yeah. trading anybody. Nobody on the Heat, nobody on the Grizz, nobody on the Clippers either. Nobody. On, there's really not that no, much. No Pacers. I, I no Rockets. I genuinely believe it's just those two. Unless y'all trying to trade for Blake Griffin. <laughs> no, I, no. I, I love Blake Griffin and I want him out of Detroit and I really want him on a team like the Rockets. I just I love Blake Griffin's game. I but I I don't I wouldn't want him on the Lakers. All right, I, I got one for you for real, though. Okay, go ahead. Uh, what if Kemba picks up his player option in in the contingency that he gets traded to the Lakers for four? We get Kemba Walker for four. Four straight up. Yes. Well, I mean, the money doesn't matter yeah. right now. <laughs> Just the fourth pick for Kemba? Yeah. And we sign nobody in free agency? We're, we're striking out. So it's just one year of Kemba for the fourth pick? Assuming we, you know, we can we can re-sign him, but yeah, like right now he he would be he would be on an expiring contract. I guess you have to do that. If Thank you. I was just making nothing. sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's so. It's just oh, you closed every door off and was like, "There's yeah. one open, one left." Like, <laughs> like okay. you're not getting any free agents. You're just surrounding the team with yeah. like okay guys, and yeah. then you're not getting AD. You're not getting anybody. Then I'd be like, "All right, fine." <laughs> Hell, my trade him for Wiggins at that point. <laughs> no, okay, no, no, no. I'm not getting stuck with that contract. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, I, I, I just, I just wanted to see. Yeah. I just wanted to see. Yeah. Um, because the the noise around the league from you know the various beat writers is that the fourth pick has drastically less value than three. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we might wind up being like unless we're willing to give up you know multiple young players and four for AD. If that's not what's happening, I think we might be surprised um, at, at, at how chilly the market is for four. Yeah. Which, which doesn't really make sense, though. I saw Ramona tweet, like, the third pick has way more value than the fourth pick. Does it in this draft? This is, like, a two, two-player two draft, I think, right? To be fair, I since I don't follow college ball that much, I can't say. But there's only three players that I truly, truly, like, know that are supposed to be, like, pretty good. And it's mm-hmm. Zion, John Morant, and R.J. Barrett. And so I feel like... 
in my knowledge, it, it's three and then like it kind of slides off. But mm. I don't know too well, so I can't say. Mm. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah. I didn't realize until I looked at the draft order that we don't have a second round pick either. Yeah, we tra- We were supposed to have two, I believe, or something like that. And then they traded both of them. There's like a bunch of teams who have like four second round picks, I believe. So I think I th- it's like easy to buy one mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing. Like Atlanta, I think, has four. That- I don't think they need four second round picks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows with Atlanta, they might use them all, honestly. Does, does Bobo fall to the second round or not? Not no, a chance. No, not a chance, no. right? Yeah. I, I was talking to a guy. He he makes uh he makes like um workout videos for for you know college players to to sort of get gain shine. So he talks to like some you know college players from different areas, and and so he talks to scouts too, just because he's he's around that world a little bit. And he says, just circumspect, but he thinks that Bull Bull is going to get drafted much higher than people are anticipating, like top ten, like like wow. like maybe top seven. He thinks someone's going to bite on his potential. Um, it, it, it was specifically because of Shaq, because Sharif O'Neal, Shaq's son, and Bol Bol have played against each other several times, mm-hmm. and apparently Shaq is telling everyone who listens that Bol Bol has the potential to be, like, the second best player in the draft. Wow. And this was before I professed my love for him, so, <laughs> if you know, then if, if he ends up being good, we just got another Malcolm Brogdon situation where Rick Lampkins ends up knowing exactly what's right in the world <laughs> with the college basketball players without watching <laughs> five minutes of college basketball. <laughs> Well, this has been lovely. Fourth pick in the draft. Kawhi come home. Summer League. Caffeine gum. Nobody knows Josh Jackson. Until next time, this has been The Forum. Peace.